Going to go into the word of the Lord this morning. In the same atmosphere of inspired worship. Let your heart be at peace. The battle is the Lord's. I'm going to ask you to rise as we look into the word of God this morning. I take my reading from Matthew 26. I'm going to be reading verses 6 to 10. It's, my reading is taken from the contemporary English version of the Bible. And so you may not have that, so you may have to look up on the screen to follow the reading of this word. And I want you to pay attention this morning. Something is already happening. Something better is in store by the word of God. Matthew 26 verses 6 to 10. The contemporary English version of the Bible I read, it says, Jesus was in the town of Bethany eating dinner at the home of Simon who had had leprosy. A woman came in with a bottle of very expensive perfume and poured it on Jesus' head. But when the disciples saw this, surprisingly they became angry and they complained saying, why such a waste? We could have sold this perfume very expensive one for a lot of money and giving it to the poor and jesus knew what they were thinking and he said why are you bothering this woman she has done a beautiful thing for me why would you bother a person that should be blessed she has done a beautiful thing for me this morning church a lot of people go to the lord for the Lord to do a beautiful thing for them. That was what Simon was doing. That was what the disciples were doing. But this woman came and reversed everything. And Jesus had to announce, she has done a beautiful thing for me. This morning I bring you the word of the Lord entitled, she has done a beautiful thing for me. Before we pray this morning, Simon was healed of leprosy. And so, he invited the Lord to celebrate deliverance from leprosy. Leprosy is an incurable disease. Leprosy is something that ostracizes you from even your family. You are not allowed to live in your house, even though it's your house. You are not allowed to go to your own restaurant. You live outside the city and outcast. You're not allowed to embrace your children. They will not even embrace you. His situation was so bad, he had had leprosy. And all he could do for the Lord was to offer dinner. And yet Jesus went. It's amazing, Jesus. Those that should do a lot more do the least, and he still went. But he had programmed the heart of a woman by the Holy Spirit to come and teach them the lesson. And when she did the beautiful thing, they criticized instead of learning from the example. The church today has innumerable prayer points of how the Lord should do a beautiful thing with their life, in their life, for their life. Very few people, nothing has changed. Nobody ever thought of doing a beautiful thing for the Lord. So he announced. Don't bother her. If you wouldn't learn from her, she has done a beautiful thing for me. My, my question is, has it crossed our minds? 
Not to do a normal Sunday service. To do a beautiful thing. Has it ever crossed your mind? That the dinner is not enough. He wasn't hungry anyway. He has done. She has done. A beautiful thing for me. That's what inspired worship is about. Somebody go. Beyond the norm. To do a beautiful thing. Father this morning. We gather together to worship. What they did learn, the disciples and the apostles, we are learning. That when we come together, we must focus to do a beautiful thing for you. Thank you for the beautiful thing you've already done. By chastising us, by opening our minds and our understanding. That we may not be amongst those that the Lord just tolerates our self-centeredness and selfishness. But we'll be amongst those for whom a memorial will be established in time and eternity for us. Thank you, Father, for this word. A beautiful thing is about to happen. To God be the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. You're already a beautiful thing because you're made in the image and the likeness of God and God dwells in your heart. But how is it that the most beautiful being created by God for himself has not learned to do beautiful things? What a paradox. Of all the creation of God, man is at the pinnacle. Who is man? What is the son of man that God visits him? Why would God die just for this one? If not that God has assigned that you are the most beautiful of his creation. How then is the most beautiful of the creation? If you want to know how God looks, look in the mirror. That's what it means to be made in the image and after the likeness of God. If you see how you feel, that's how God feels. That's right. And we are called the sons of God. Today, across the churches, everybody goes to church. God, do a beautiful thing in my life. But how many come to do a beautiful thing? That's the text today. But you, Simon, to whom I have delivered the excruciating pain of being ostracized from even everything and anything good in life, what have you done for me that can be called beautiful? The dinner you made, you're going to eat out of it anyway. And you've told all your friends that Jesus is in my house so that, so that your status may change. Which is what goes on in social media. If some people invited me to the house, PFP came to my house. They take, um, uh, what's that called, called? Selfie with me. And they post it. It's not so much they're celebrating me. They're using me to up the ante of their social status. Because they're saying, how can PFP come to your house? I said, but he came. Look at the picture. Look at me. Look at my table. Look at my car. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Jesus knew all that and still came. What a mighty God he is. The Lord has been coming to our churches. It's not, it doesn't mean we're doing the right thing. It doesn't mean we're doing the beautiful thing. He's still wet. But I hope, like Simon, we will learn something. We have been worshipping. We have a great worship team. We have this organ. It's down for a moment. They're sending the part. We do all these things. But really, really, are we doing the best we could do? The woman came and brought the most expensive, the most valuable thing and broke it so that she has no chance of taking any remnant home because she felt he was deserving of a beautiful thing. If you are deserving of a beautiful family, 
If you are deserving of a beautiful life, what about the law? He says, leave her alone. She has done for me a beautiful thing. Let me read to you. I remember a long time ago, a pastor preached. And I didn't know that there was another way the scripture was presented. That's when I found out many years ago, Luke 7. I'm going to read verses 44 to 46. That scripture talks about him entering the house. And he said, Simon, you knew to do these things, but you didn't do it. But I pretended like I, I, I don't mind. I didn't notice. Let me read that. The Bible says, then Jesus turned to the woman and was speaking to Simon. I don't think you understand what is happening. The host, he turned his back to the host, looked at the woman and was talking to the person behind him. May the Lord not turn his back to us. When you do a beautiful thing, God turns to you. May the face of the Lord be shining upon our lives. He turned to the woman and said to Simon, look at this woman kneeling here. Simon, look. You're older than her. Simon, look. I did more for you. Simon, look. You have more than her. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust off from my feet, which means you saw the dust. Why is it we come to church, we see the organ broken, people present, waiting concern. You saw the dust, but your agenda about the dinner and the selfie you're going to post was, was on top of mind awareness. When I entered your home, you didn't offer me water to wash the dust from my feet, which means he knew. Child of God, consider that the Lord knows. Consider that the Lord doesn't like it, and yet he says nothing. But she has washed them uninvited. She came in here and washed them with her tears and wiped them with her hair, which is the glory of the woman. You didn't greet me with a kiss from the time I first came in. But oh, No, no, you didn't greet me with a kiss, but from the time I first came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. The next part troubles me. You neglected. May we not find, be found to be neglecting important things. You neglected the courtesy of olive oil to anoint my hair. But she has anointed my feet with rare perfume. The same verse 40, no, go to verse 47, the message Bible. Now, he first told Simon his sins. Then he concludes in verse 47. Impressive, isn't it? Impressive, her life. Impressive, her attitude. Impressive, her Christianity. Impressive, her worship. Isn't it? It is obvious. That's what it means. She was forgiven many, many sins. And so she's very, very grateful. Many, many. Very, very. There are many of us, we have been delivered many, many, many times. But we're merely grateful. The same amount of many, many is the same amount of very, very. 
To whom much is given. Come on now. Much is given. If the Lord were to put your sin on the screen. And how much he has forgiven you. Will you be allowed to worship the way you are worshipping? If the Lord were to show how many battles he has delivered you from. Will you be able to give the kind of offering you are giving? Many, many sins. Very, very grateful. Why do we come to church like Simon who has received the Lord and we come and do the minimum when we come to God? As if the Lord does not take note. He knew all the time. He was smiling but he was aware. Please don't imagine that the Lord is asleep. He's not asleep. Grace is being extended so that we change the way we worship. So that grace will give us time to change the way we approach the things of God. It says, for she was forgiven many, many sins and she's very, very grateful. If the forgiveness is minimal, come on now. I want you to read the other part. If the forgiveness is minimal, if the forgiveness is extensive, what? The gratitude should be what? I will read a comment. Written in my study Bible. The comment to this verse 46, 47 says, Simon had neglected to show Jesus the common courtesy. Someone say common. You know what common is? Even if your lowest staff came into your house, what you would do for them, that's what is called common. You are the MD. Your lowest staff, your gateman will come to your house what you would do for them, he had neglected to do. Simon had neglected to show Jesus the common courtesies of hospitality. Since roads were dusty, a servant would wash the dust from a guest's feet. It was the standard thing to do. Greeting a guest with a kiss on both cheeks is normal in the, evil, in the Middle East even to, to, till today. He did not kiss him once. Anointing the head with olive oil was a way to honor a respected guest. Oh, it's up on the screen. Start from the beginning again. Simon had neglected to show the common courtesies of hospitality. A lot of us are guilty that the baseline we have not even crossed. We have not crossed the baseline. Since the roads were dusty, a servant should have been assigned to wash the dust from a guest's feet. Greeting a guest with a, cheek, a kiss on both cheeks is normal, standard in the Middle East, even till today. Anointing the head with olive oil was a way to honor a respected guest. If how come you call me Lord? When you would not do the common, how can you imagine that I feel respected when you don't do what you're supposed to do? And that's why Jesus said, don't bother her. She has done a beautiful thing for me. What is the opposite of beautiful? Let's, let's even be kind, not beautiful. It's Valentine's Day. If your loved one gives you something not beautiful, how would you feel? If you gave me something not beautiful, 
I'll be polite. And I'll say, give it to my protocol. And I'll tell them, give anybody you want to give. When you want to give somebody something, you look at the person. Irini si, nisoni lojo. Whatever you're going to give to the Lord. In your worship, in your offering, in your singing, in your praise. Measure who you're giving it to. Her worship. Ah, no, 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 no. It says, impressive, isn't it? She was forgiven many sins and she's so, so very, very grateful. It says, if forgiveness were minimal, then gratitude is allowed to be minimal. My comment is her worship was impressive, not like Simon's dinner. Why was her worship impressive? Because it was inspired worship. Something told her, the Lord is deserving of the best that you have. It wasn't a professor. It wasn't in the dictionary. There was an inspiration in her heart. And she carried what she had that was most, most valuable. And she jumped on the protocol and showed up at Jesus and broke the alabaster box for the person who deserves it. You know what she did? She said, me that I have it, I'm not even the one that should be using it. Her worship was impressive because it was inspired. Can I tell you something? When greatness shows up in your house, you are not allowed to do the ordinary. If your father came to your house, will you give him the ordinary? If your governor came to your house, will you give him the ordinary? How much more when you come to the house of the Lord? Her worship was inspired. Her worship was called beautiful, a beautiful thing because it was inspired worship. Matthew 26 verse 13, the New King James Version says, Assuredly, I say to you, all you onlookers, all you that hear me what I'm saying, what, wherever this gospel of the Lord is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will and must be told as a memorial to her. Can you imagine divinity establishing a memorial for a woman that was not even invited? Somebody said, if you want to know how the God wants to see the world, tell the world on his head, upside down. The one that was not invited was the greatest amongst them. Wherever the gospel is preached, we're still doing it, a memorial before her. Why? Because she did a beautiful thing. A beautiful thing for the Lord, and the Lord did a beautiful thing for her. The beautiful thing that the Lord did for her, she did not even ask. If the Lord were to ask her, she would never dream that she's deserving of anything so good. Deep, collect unto deep. The measure you used to measure is the measure it will be used to measure to you back. She did a beautiful thing, and in return, the Lord did a beautiful thing for her that we're still celebrating till today. The only other person I know that did something like that was Solomon, who was taught by his father and his mother never to offer the Lord rubbish. His father said, I will never give to the Lord what costs me nothing. If I'm going to give the Lord something, it must pinch me. It must shake me. And so taught his son. On the day Solomon was going to give an offering to the Lord. Solomon did the beautiful thing. He gave a thousand burnt offering. Generally, people would give some offering. He broke every record. And because he did a beautiful thing, which is what is called 
extravagant worship. I want to introduce Grace Assembly for us to move to a level of just worship and go to the place of extravagant worship. The only time extravagant is allowed in the kingdom of God is when it comes to worshiping the Lord. You are not allowed to be extravagant with the blessing God gave you because you are supposed to carry some people along. To every blessing, you are supposed to take care of some people. The only place of extravagance is allowed is in the place of the worship of the Lord. The, the perfume was very expensive. It was a full year's wage and she had little or nothing. And God said, don't bother her. She has done the beautiful thing. When you live in op opulence and extravagance, it is a sin. Except you do it in the worship of the Lord. Solomon, the great king, he did it and God showed up by his angel and said, Tell me what do you want? Tell the woman you will always have a memorial in time and in eternity. Because a good turn deserves another. What is with church? We're always asking the Lord, do a beautiful thing for me. But it doesn't occur to us to do a beautiful thing. His feet were still dusty. And Simon saw it and did nothing. He didn't give him a kiss. And how dare you not criticize PFP when I come with my inspired worship. If you can't join me, please keep quiet. Because the Lord is deserving. Can I tell you the truth? In the last one and a half years, if you know how many of my friends have died. If you know the ones that were athletes that died. They have six pack they died. If you know what I have seen in the last one and a half years. Why would I be one of the people that would take God for granted? Only the Bible says a living dog is better than a dead lion. And as long as you're living, there's hope. And hope that make it not ashamed will turn things around in your faith. <laughs> Extravagant worship is what I want us to go to in Grace Assembly. What Solomon did was extravagant worship. And God did a beautiful thing for him in return. I want to close with this. This beautiful story. Of a woman whose name we don't even know. We know Simon's name. Simon never got any acknowledgement from the Lord. He only got a lesson of shame in a public place. This woman has a memorial. She started as a nothing. Can I tell you something? What is a highly exalted amongst men is an abomination to God. If you will do a beautiful thing, God will do a beautiful thing for your return. He's the same. He never changes. Yesterday, today, and forever. That's who God is. I want to close with this. This could be your story. This can be my story. Could and can is about suppositions and probabilities. But this, I conclude, should be our story. Can you stand to your feet with me?